Hello, and welcome to the Badger Talks podcast, the podcast that shares interviews with experts from the University of Wisconsin-Madison community about their work, research, and a little bit about what they're like as people, too. I'm your host, Buzz Kemper. Today, we're focusing on the Wisconsin Science Festival, and I'm happy to have as my guest, Samantha Mulrooney, Outreach Program Manager and Wisconsin Science Festival Director with the Wisconsin Institute for Discovery to talk about the Wisconsin Science Festival. Sam, thanks for being here today. It's uh, great to talk to you about this event, and I'm really excited to find out more about it. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. So it's the Wisconsin Science Festival, correct? Mm -hmm. And we're running it the uh, 16th through the 22nd of of the month, of October. Of October. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've got events going on in various parts of the state, and there are going to be, you know, demonstrations and ways for people to ask scientists questions and all this kind of stuff. I don't know how we can possibly cover this in 15 <laughs> minutes, but let's let's see what we can do. Um, let's give it a shot. So tell us in general, what is the festival all about and what is its history? How long has this been going on? Sure, yeah. So the easiest way to think about it is it's a statewide celebration of science and curiosity, all things science, technology, engineering, art, and math. So the festival was um, founded in 2011, was the first festival. So this will be our 13th Wisconsin Science Festival. Wow, okay. So it's been going on for a while. And it started just in Madison with uh, a few local hands-on events on UW-Madison's campus and has since blossomed into what it is now as a statewide event. So it's really grown substantially in the last 13 years, and we're excited to see it keep growing. But yeah, in short, there's hundreds of events throughout the state, um, anything from museums to nature centers to pub talks. So science for everyone and learners of all ages. And um, we're excited to to see all the fun events that happen this year as well. How many cities are going to be involved with the festival? In other words, how many cities where will there be events? All over Wisconsin. So we, oh, wow. we Too usually, many to list. yeah, we usually that. tout uh, that there's something related to the festival within an hour's drive of every citizen in Wisconsin. Wow. Um, so this year we are already up to I think events in 48 of the 72 counties. Uh, so, you know, kind of your regional hubs, for sure, there's events going on, but there's things, great events happening up in Ashland and, um, you know, all corners of the state. So so we're really excited, yeah. And is that number going to increase, or is 48 counties what we've got? We're still getting events every day. Wow. <laughs> I think I had about a half dozen so far come through my desk today alone. So we're still getting um, interest from event host sites uh, all across the state, um, a big part of that is libraries. Wisconsin libraries are usually huge during the festival. Mm-hmm. They do lots of fun STEM program year, STEM programming year round. But uh, we are happy to showcase the fun things that they have going on, especially related to our theme mm-hmm. every year. So, give me some highlights. You know, let's pick a few major cities, a place like Madison or maybe Green Bay or Milwaukee or some of the bigger cities or even some of the smaller ones. What are some <laughs> of the events that you find most uh, exciting at this point? Yeah, well, I would say they're all they're all really interesting to see and hear what 
what different communities throughout Wisconsin like to focus on that they know that their neighbors are particularly interested in. So it really runs the gamut in terms of what types of events are out there. Um, in Madison, I'm I'm closer to the events that we're coordinating here in Madison. Right. So we're excited about a couple sort of flagship events that we do every year for the festival. On um, the Tuesday of our festival, we're doing Big Ideas for Busy People again in conjunction with the Division of Arts from UW-Madison to showcase uh, art and AI and its impact on the creative process. So uh, that's going to be an exciting one that also leads into a conversation with Brandon Braga and Rachel Hargreaves-Held who are um, producers and directors from Hollywood and specifically the End is Nigh uh, series that's out on Peacock now with Bill Nye. Uh, so a fun conversation with them uh, in terms of this, the episode and the, the direction behind it, but also kind of all the recent events within the so creative t- world. Yeah, so let's just unpack that a little bit. What's art and AI? This is artificial intelligence creating art? Well, both. A very, okay. Yeah, both, really, right? I mean, okay. AI is used as a tool now that yeah. our, our society is, you know, needing to find a way to embrace. And also there is still the creative human element of art that how do those pair together? And that's the kind of the root of the conversation that we'll have that evening with some really creative minds. So I'm excited to just see what comes of that conversation and the thought provoking that will ensue for the audience that will lead into a nice reception and then conversation with Brandon and Rachel that later that evening. So this stuff fascinates me because anything having to do with artificial intelligence, because artificial intelligence is created and programmed by humans. Mm -hmm. So there's this, yeah, like how much of it is, is from one and from the other. And when it comes to, solving problems you know doing math or whatever you know that's one thing but when it comes to actually creating art that's uh, mm-hmm. going to be an interesting thing wow and when yeah. that's in madison and when when is that that's tuesday october 17th okay. at the marquee theater at union south on okay. madison's campus so that one yeah i i am very excited to attend that one that's one of the best parts about my job is getting to you know convene these types of events but also attend them and learn right alongside of everybody else so okay so that's really cool and can you give me a couple more examples of things that will be happening in various parts of the state maybe something that piqued your interest specifically or that you just think is something that people should not miss Man, yeah, I think there are so many. I know, I know. (laughs) It's not a fair question. I, Uh, I, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, every year, I mean, there's some really cool things happening. You mentioned Green Bay. I know the Children's Museum has some fun things with the magic of science. Um, There's a a glass museum in Nina that is doing some fun glass blowing demonstrations. We have some really neat partnerships in Milwaukee with the Wisconsin Tech Month that they are doing all sorts of events throughout the whole month. Um, but focusing on STEM education the week of our festival. So that's pretty neat. They have lots of different unique events happening through that connection as well. Um, Eau Claire always has some really great partners in their community that host science events during the festival. I know there was a science of yoga. We've done different um, science on tap type events. So bringing everybody in all different types of events together is you can definitely find something that that interests you. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because 
the festival is definitely dealing not just with here I'm going to lecture you on this thing a lot of these things are are interactive and they also relate to things that we do in everyday life I may not look like it but I actually do yoga and I would love to know the science of yoga and that is yeah that is a really cool thing are all of these events free and open to the public how does the attendance work does one have to sign up for anything Right, yeah. So most of the events are free and open to the public. There are a select few that are ticketed or that have like a regular admission at a museum to participate in the event. But that is one thing that the festival strives for every year is to be as accessible as possible. So keeping events free, open to the public, um, you know, as as best coordinated as we can in terms of accessibility uh, with all of the different um collaborations and partnerships that we have throughout the state but yeah they're they're out there for anyone and everyone and there's no for the most part there's not a ton of registration uh with our different events a lot of them are just kind of walk in or come as you are kind of events nice Mm -hmm. are the events created by a local entity like a museum in Manitowoc wants to do a thing, they just contact you and say, hey, we want to do this thing as part of the festival. Is that how it happens? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a really good question. How does the festival get yeah, built, how does right? This get like, going? I talk. <laughs> yeah, who, who gets this ball rolling? I yeah. mean, obviously you do, but there are other balls coming in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to yeah. stick with my stupid analogy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's okay. All right, kinesiology. I like that. Um, so, yeah, essentially how it works. And like I said, we've kind of built and blossomed out of the Madison area. So, at the start of the spring, uh, usually we host what's like a virtual kickoff party and we invite different hosts from previous years or host sites that are interested in getting involved in the festival to just kind of hear what it's all about, how do they get involved. Um, and then, yeah, the, we we unveil our theme for the festival that year, which this year it's time uh, to, to pay homage to a lot of the key anniversaries that are happening this year. Um, you know, the 175th at UW-Madison, but a lot of other really cool anniversaries happening. And also time is just a really, I don't know, inspiring and thought-provoking topic that is all around us. But how do we... How do we think about it and mm-hmm. how does it impact society? So um, that is all kind of unpacked at our kickoff party in, in the spring. And then throughout the summer, we get event host sites to say, here's our really cool program or our idea that we want to do. We work with them to see you know, if they have different ideas that they're not sure if it'll work or not. We spend the summer kind of massaging and brainstorming till they get to a good spot and then we can post it on our website and then it kind of serves as a a gathering spot for all the different events so i myself am not the one that is planning all the hundreds of events well i'm glad i I think i would not be here today you would not be here talking to me right (laughs) now yeah right exactly but uh well thank you and i'm glad you mentioned that because we got this far into the interview without (laughs) me asking you what the theme is but now we know it is time (laughs) yeah and there are so many aspects to to that um, that are fascinating. Is there anything that you would like to tell us about the festival? I want to at the end. I want to get to the website. How do people mm-hmm. find out more and all of that kind of stuff? But aside from that, is there anything you'd like to tell us about the festival that perhaps I haven't asked the right question for? 
I would say um, one of the things just to reiterate is the idea that yeah, we're not the experts planning all of these events, similar to how you mentioned that it's not just go and sit and listen to a lecture. It's right. a lot of hands-on. It's a lot of engaging. It's thinking about science that's all around us every day. So uh, that's one thing that the festival really tries to live is that we're not the experts telling you how to do science. We're embracing all of the different expertise that's in Wisconsin, whether it's uh, outreach program development folks at different event host sites or it's you know the the experts in the community that know the fish that are in their lakes in their community you know like we're we're not necessarily the experts that can come in and say exactly what's going to be most successful in Ashland or Eau Claire or things like that so that is something that the festival really tries to showcase and and live in its mission um to to know that there's experts all around us and and there's many different ways of learning yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I always like to reiterate, science is not an answer. It is a methodology to get to the answer. Mm-hmm. And we all benefit when we understand not only what is being done, but what can be done. And uh, so thank you so much for doing this. I think this is an invaluable service. Um, it sounds like a lot of fun. And it's also a really, really invaluable service that you're doing because we do live in an era where I feel like there is more disregard for science, um, mm-hmm. you know, people being suspicious of science. And um, and we just need to get get the knowledge out there that, that you know, really, this is how we get to answers. Mm-hmm. And this is how we've gotten to so many amazing answers. And we're going to get to a whole lot more. What what is the website? How do people find out more about this? Sure. It's wiscifest.org. And the easiest way to see what's going on in in your area or throughout the state, we have an interactive map on our homepage that showcases all the different dots on the map of the different participating locations. And there is also a filterable search field that you can put in age or date or location and kind of find what's happening all in your area. But there are so many really cool events happening. And yeah, I think I think it's fun just to know that Wisconsin is focusing on curiosity for a whole week. I mean, yeah. we know it happens year round and science is all around us all the time, but yeah, it's it's really neat to to kind of hear the, the stories afterwards and see the photos of all the different engagements that happened during that week. Great. W-I-S-C-I-F-E-S-T dot Org? Yep. Great. Wissifest.org. <laughs> Check it out. Let's all make this a successful event, but also have fun and we'll all get smarter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's a win-win. Sam Mulrooney, thank you so much uh, for doing the festival and for taking a few minutes to chat with me on the podcast. Oh, thanks, Buzz. It was great to be here. <laughs> You've been listening to the Badger Talks podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Samantha Mulrooney, Wisconsin Science Festival Director and Outreach Program Manager. Please browse our previous episodes for other topics that may be of interest to you. The Badger Talks podcast is a creation of UW Connects and produced at Audio for the Arts Recording Studios in Madison, Wisconsin. Our music is composed by Bill Purdy and performed by the UW Marching Band. I'm Buzz Kemper. Thank you for listening. Music